0: Welcome to Cure Chronic, a place where we have deep conversations and hear amazing stories about chronic disease and more. Here's your host, Becky Gale. All right, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today is National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. And so for those out there living with celiac disease or figuring out if they have celiac or not, today is the day that we all come together to really create that awareness for everyone. And Celiac is something that I don't think that people really know how severe it can be, but I have a very lovely guest today. That's going to tell her story with having almost an entire family with Celiac, the ups and downs, the ins and outs, and how much the products and everything have changed in even just 10 years. So for anyone out there that is living with celiac, there is a lot of information in this next podcast that maybe could help you with your diet or with getting a diagnosis and with the different things available to you. So here's to National Celiac Disease Awareness Day, everyone. I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Deanna. Deanna, why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit about your journey with celiac disease and actually your family with celiac disease?
1: Uh, yes, my um, my father-in-law, um, 15 years ago, um, was the first to discover uh, he was having health problems and uh, realized that he had celiac disease. Um, and then he kind of put together that probably his mother did struggle as well with gut health and other issues her whole life. And it, it probably you know to be honest she probably ended up having it too so it's just starting to um become people are being, becoming more aware of it uh so that was he was the first in the family that was 15 years ago uh shortly after that within the next um couple years um again my brother-in-law so his son and his two kids so my niece and nephew um were all diagnosed as well with celiac um, so I got to kind of get introduced to um, the diet, which is completely off uh, gluten, which is wheat, barley, and rye. Um, which back then was harder than it is now. It has come uh, a long way when it comes to shopping and just awareness. And um, companies that are making this food are very well aware. They, um, if they it's possible to not have gluten in their products. If they can label it that way, they're going to sell more of it. That's just between gluten allergies and gluten intolerance and celiac disease. I think it's yeah, it's come a long way. So that's been good. Um, So they all had it and then my daughter was in grade one. She was very unhealthy, very thin. I would describe her very uh, big bags under her eyes. and not a lot of energy, a lot of tummy aches, that type of thing, and um, and very underweight. So uh, we took her in for a blood test and she um, tested positive. And because it ran so rapid in our family, and um, she was quite little uh, to have uh, the biopsy at that time, the doctor said, I wouldn't even bother, just automatically get her on the gluten-free diet. And, And really that is the actual cure. uh, So they say for for celiac disease. Um, Now, unfortunately she had um, quite a bit of um, damage already done to her intestines. So it's an autoimmune um, that basically when you're ingesting any type of this gluten, your body um, attacks itself. It thinks that it needs to um which my kids I always said to them it's like your body's eating itself (laughs) it kind of is it's just it seems weird I don't know why it does that but it does it starts it's an immune response and a wrong one but that's what it does and um and she had a lot of damage in her intestines for sure so just going off gluten wasn't enough for her and I have heard that story in many uh of the blogs and stuff that i'm on of people that that just was not enough like for some people if they catch it early enough or are lucky enough you can go off gluten and you're 100 percent better you can do you can live your life completely normally um where she we ended up taking her off all grains and um having to do some major gut healing which um you know in the long run was was good for her and now um, after that diet, she's back to, again, the only thing she cannot eat is is the gluten, and she's very healthy, and she's growing, and everything was fine. Uh, my son then, um, my daughter actually did a science project, and for the science project, we all, our whole family of five, blood tested ourselves um, for celiac, and it was more to just show the different random results, and we ended up finding out my son also had it, he, which I didn't test him uh, I think tests in younger kids aren't as accurate. And so unless you're finding them to have symptoms, it's almost, you know, you wouldn't worry about it, even though it is genetically passed. Um, but he tested positive, he got ended up getting the biopsy, and there was a little bit of damage. We caught it very early for him. And um, now they both, we've lived gluten-free ever since. Um, my husband, who again, it runs in his family is does not have celiac, I do not have celiac and my youngest daughter also doesn't have celiac. So has um, very been hard for us just because we don't eat a lot of gluten, but we do eat a little bit of gluten for all of us to go on a completely gluten free diet um, would cost way too much like the bread is way more money, the flour is more money. Um, a lot of the um, snack foods you can buy are they're all overpriced. They're in a health food section or they're from a specialty store. And it's just it's not something that we could um, keep up with. And so they say if you can eat gluten, you should eat a little bit of gluten, you shouldn't be taking things out of your diet. Um, if you don't need to be so it's too expensive for us all to um, in the house to be on a gluten free completely gluten-free diet mm-hmm. um so we do yeah we have different storage areas in the house for glutinous food and gluten-free food so I'm sure if you would look in a pantry if you depending on how type a organized you are you would have labels of like this is a gluten-free section and this one is not that type of thing because you really are concerned with cross-contamination so that would be um, people don't think of like cutting boards um strainers for pasta you name it like you really cannot share any of those um, items. Um, if you do, you would need to do a really good clean on everything every time. And so, um, you, whatever works for you either having separate or being, yeah. Um, really cognitive of all of, all of that, but, um, yeah, but we've, so that's how our house is set up and everybody just, um, knows, um, the biggest things are when we have company is, um, you know, like we have two toasters, <laughs> don't use this toaster, use this toaster. And everything in our fridge is single dip because you can't right. like have honey. And then, so everybody knows it's like you either get, I, and I say, I'm like, I don't care if you get a new knife every time, but you either need to clean it in between if you didn't get enough product out or you mm-hmm. have to get a knife because you cannot double dip any jam. Um, Mayonnaise. I have two separate butters as well, just because if we, yeah, it, it's easier, you know, at least the butter, you can double dip, but like everything else is just very, very strict. Rules. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so we're, I, I think it's when we go visit people, I think is stressful for them. And even the last time, even when you get used to it a little bit, like I, the last time we went home, my mom made us a soup and the chicken broth ended up having like bought in a container ended up having gluten in it and she's just like why why would there be and it's it's a filler and it's quite often just it they throw it in lots of things so you have to watch with um prepackaged foods and processed mm-hmm. foods, sauces and things like that gravies and all that but there really is now available um alternatives for all of them so
0: -hmm.
1: The big thing for me is sometimes you get an idea to make something, but you have to go to Walmart to get the pie crust, and then you have to (laughs) save on for this, and you have to go, you know. So you really are you're going all over the place. But once you figure out your go to foods and stuff, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely doable. It's totally fine. I would say the biggest negative, because it's children that I've dealt with, is in school and so whenever anybody had a birthday party or now with my older kids it's foods class and um some celiacs are really particular about they don't even want to be around making something glutinous because they can ingest it where i've really had to um weigh the uh, mental end of this like it is going to cause a lot of um, stress for my kids to not be able mm-hmm. to to say to them all the time you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that right. when really in my opinion so everyone's different but for me it was you can do that you just have to be you know really wash your hands afterward and you can't eat any of it but yeah it's it's harder on them to just say they can't have anything to do with the the whole process so that's where we've gone with it. And I think because when you're celiac, you're allowed to have a very minimal intake. I feel like that's why we need to be so good all the time. Because then when you are living life, and you happen to be out and you realize maybe this is a perfect situation, I'm doing the best that I can, it's still okay. So
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and that's the, that's the scary thing about celiac too, is you ingest a little tiny bit by accident and it can cause so many different problems. And, and you had mentioned that your family has so many different symptoms as well. Like not one person has the same symptom if they do ingest gluten. So could you tell us a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, my, um, uh, my daughter does tend to get ill is she's not an instantaneous on the toilet type person, but she will be ill that evening, which isn't fun. Um, My son will feel nothing. He will never know. Uh, The only thing that I would say sometimes affects them as well is once again, um, you get that feeling like, oh my God, I just ate gluten, then it's, it's, you know, it's in their head. And, um, and so they have anxiety and anxiety, obviously so linked to your gut too, right? So that's instant diarrhea in itself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thinking I'm going to get sick but overall yeah. they don't my my nephew though will fall asleep right at the table like when he's ingested gluten he just like head down and then he'll be sick for a whole day um gut wow. pain yeah not good yeah um and again my niece nothing she would not know if she was glutenized or not um but they're all very proactive just knowing that if they don't stick to the diet it is going to cause them you know other issues in life moving forward and you can get cancers and all types of issues you might as well just be proactive and take care of yourself so yeah so i've i have heard it all i've heard of people that get really really sick and people Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother at all i think it just maybe depends on the damage and that's there and um and each person is different autoimmune diseases are diseases are just so tricky so
0: yeah no definitely Um and have you ever had to have your kids take any type of medication for the celiac disease or anything like that?
1: No, and that's the thing. That's good. So many things in the medical field are have this, it'll fix it, and have there really is not that I'm aware of anything. Um there are some meds out there that say um they that are easier on the gut if you ingest gluten, but for celiacs, you should just not be injured. There's nothing that is out there that um, yet that, um, I'm aware of that is a fix, right? It is just a lifestyle change in your diet, which nowadays is yeah, way more doable than it was for sure.
0: Absolutely. Except for all the added sugars that they put into the gluten, the non-gluten food.
1: (laughs) And we went through that because you do feel bad for yourself. Like you can't have those big juicy donuts and stuff anymore. And so you are, there is a lot of brownies and cookies and, and most of those things (laughs) Are flourless so they're like oh it's gluten-free and it's like it is anyway and yet it's overpriced and you're right you just find um that you're eating just a terrible food and you're just going to cause yourself more intolerances like I really find mm-hmm. mixing the different grains like you can because you're going to get an intolerance to rice if you constantly just eat rice and rice bread and rice flour which right at the early stages of celiac and now they're realizing there's bean flour and they can have flax and um, you pay more for them but there's gluten-free oats so there's oat flour and coconut flour and and you can mix all these grains because your body really does need a mix um, otherwise mm-hmm. a intolerances and, and issues
0: That's really interesting. I didn't, uh, I mean, I knew that there was a whole bunch of different like grains and stuff like that out there, but, um, you know, the one thing that I really like actually is almond flour. I like using almond flour more so than, um, just regular flour. I like the taste of it, whatever. And That's
1: probably one of the healthiest flours that you could. Yeah, absolutely. If you can, if you can do the nuts, then that's perfect. Yeah, for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, you you mentioned a few of the ups and downs with celiac disease, but what's it like, you know, traveling with a whole family or dining out with with your family members that have celiac?
1: Well, we do not do fast food, period. My kids have never been to Subway. They may have, I don't know, they may have choices, but they're really, if you have any other option, um Mm -hmm. other than fast food there are some fast food places now that have dedicated fryers so they're just Mm -hmm. fries. they're not in with chicken strips and whatever then they say they're safe but for me because it's not really a healthy option anyway and you know that you're back there with workers that really are uneducated about cross-contamination and so I, I just, we do not do fast food, I'll be honest. Um, so a lot of snack packing, lunch packing, supper packing. And, but there are more and more restaurants now that they not only have a gluten-free menu, but they will have um, um, a chef that would come out and say, we're very aware of this. And I prepared this food in a different place. And it not only puts you at ease, but you just realize you're, you're dealing with someone who Understands how it needs to be prepared, so so that's been great. That's been um, those are the more expensive restaurants. So for us, when we went to Disneyland, it probably costed twice as much as anyone else normally going to Disneyland because there was only the fancier restaurants within the parks really had any clue, and most of the other stuff is fast food that's either deep fried or it's pretzels or it's there's lots of junk food that is glutinous so um that type of thing um so yeah that was holidays can be more expensive for sure because you have less options um my son went on a sailing trip which is like 13 uh kids on a very small boat and there was a chef there and although it said we can um work with people with allergies i went as a chaperone just in case And I went and the chef literally said, I I, like, if you weren't here to help me put the food together for him, like I would have no idea. Like she really said, I had no idea it was this big of a deal and that you had to put his food on a tinfoil, you know, because it can't be right beside other things and stuff like that. So I was glad that I went.
0: I'm Mm -hmm. glad that he
1: had the option to do that. But for parents that, you know, couldn't go and help um, out with certain things like that, um, you wouldn't be able to do that trip. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, but as they get older, and for adults, you kind of know the situation. You know what you can eat, or you can help people. But when with kids, it's definitely harder for sure.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And do you think that your kids, because they're getting older now, you know, do you think that they're educated enough to kind of go off on their own as adults and be confident to? you know, pick the right things and be smart with their choices and that kind of thing?
1: Uh, I do. Yeah, but that's all good. Kids are different and I know totally. some kids that are not, but my kids are great. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean that's that. good.
1: Like for them, they just get it. They just get like, mm-hmm. I don't want, I, you know, like, this is what I have to do. And um, you have to be some kids wouldn't at a parent's house, maybe want to say to them, actually, I can't eat that. Sorry. You know, because you don't want to put them out or uh, be rude, but they know that they do. And it's just your job too, as a parent, or if it's you as an adult at someone else's home to kind of give them a heads up, you know, at like saying, Oh, I can't, these are things, this is my disease and I can only have this, this and, um, and, you do maybe need to bring your own things sometimes because people are just, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know hot dogs had wheat flour in them. And so it's like, I didn't think you'd right. know that about my own. Yeah. <laughs> so it's doable. You just have to really think ahead and maybe do that. Ask those few questions you normally wouldn't like when you're going to a barbecue, where you kind of like, what mm-hmm. are you having? What should I send? Or can I bring something? And quite often more and more people are more aware and there are so many more options at the store. When they look at something, it says right on it that it's gluten free.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's definitely getting easier and easier. So I think they'll be fine as adults. And I know they'll follow the diet 100%. But I know a lot mm-hmm. of people don't. So, yeah, they their own, I guess. But
0: yeah. Yeah. And I know that for some kids, you know, it's harder to, you know, kind of just stand up for themselves and say okay I can't have that kind of thing because they're shy and so you know their their health is sometimes put on the back burner just because of their own personalities, just because they they're still learning sort of thing and they're still learning to stand up for themselves as well for sure so not that they're afraid to stand up and say but like you say it's like they don't want to be rude or they don't want to put them out and that kind of thing so you know I'm super happy to hear that they are um you know they learned enough, and they're they're confident enough to make their own choices. Because I know that you mentioned that your daughter is six, 16 now. Yeah, yeah. So just a couple I more years. She'll
1: need to get into maybe yeah in the next couple of years, like dorm life, and we all know mm-hmm. we have to eat food, and that is just not Mm-mm. going to go. So whether she has to, um, again, it's communication with with them, and what what are my options here, right? Or if um,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So I think, it, yeah, like I say, it'll get easier and it, same thing mm-hmm. again, you're right. Like my uh, son's ball team, the parent just brought all pizza at the end and he just kind of had said, cause you don't want to be rude and not eat it. You don't need to be that person. You can just say, actually, you know, thank you very much, but I don't. And he just said, but I have this um, disease and I can't have that. And then the next week, another parent brought him his own celiac gluten-free pizza and Aww. so people are kind. And yes. they've had good experiences as along with the sad experiences. So yeah, um, yeah it's uh they're okay. It's, it's they're that's like I awesome. say okay to the kids, everybody has something. This one's really mm-hmm. not bad if you think of it. It's just that's the way we need to eat, and that fixes a disease. Is that not crazy? <laughs> like we can do that. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So they're being pretty tough.
0: No, that's great. And you know what? It, it's so true because if like same, same thing, there are so many different restaurants and different, like everything that's out there now, there are so many different products and um, everything for people with uh, gluten allergies and celiac disease and that kind of thing. And, and you're right. I mean, if if the parent doesn't know, then they can't help you. But if they do, right. let them know. I mean, it's not it's not really putting them out. They're just going to grab something different for sure. That's awesome. That's such a nice yeah. story.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. It's and even as an adult, adults go to barbecues too, and that's totally. Is, I Can't have this. Like, so can I bring yeah. a free dessert for everybody or whatever? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's really not that bad. It's uh. They, although adults um can't drink beer, so they have to get. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes.
1: You have to be thinking of that when you're an adult too, about people having alcohol. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. And the gluten-free beers out there are not very tasty. I was gluten-free for a little while and they're just, just a little funny. <laughs> you
1: yeah, have to find are. one I like. <laughs> and all of that is coming around too. Like I say, the yeah. bread that they used to have was just like, ugh, like it was just gross. And, and like this <laughs> big and like $10 a loaf and- Uh, Really, it it has just come so far. Um, Like they can say, our bread actually looks normal now, and it's fluffy, and and it is. So yeah, it's it's come a long way. It's still expensive for sure. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, could be worse.
0: Well, exactly. And I mean, the, the, the products are getting so diverse now. Yeah. Okay. They're still expensive, but hopefully maybe down the road, they'll get a little bit less expensive or just kind of on par with everything sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And I think it has helped. Like I remember going shopping at the, um, Oh, I can't remember the store now in Calgary, but like the health food stores, which are like double. Mm -hmm. And now there is so much more available, even at Superstore and and Canada. Mm -hmm because if it's Canadian tested guidelines and it says gluten-free on it like it is gluten-free it needs to be certified mm-hmm. for them to be able to put that on there so you just feel comfortable if you're buying something that says gluten-free then it is gluten-free in Canada so yeah mm-hmm. so that's, that's nice for sure
0: yeah, definitely. Well, Deanna, you know, I just want to thank you so much for telling your story with your family and all the ups and downs, the ins and outs and that kind of thing. But before we get going, do you have any other advice or anything for some of the celiac listeners uh, that we have?
1: Um, well, what's helped me a lot too is again, what's getting better and better is the internet. There is so uh, many great blogs and there's so many great recipes and tricks like use this pizza crust it makes the best cinnamon buns and and they're so it's just great to have a community that um can share recipes and help each other make life a little bit easier and and more affordable so I'm um I'm a member of the Canadian Celiac Association and then so I get all their information about um when Cheerios came out gluten-free but then now they've um, taken that back because there were some issues with their crops um, just information that comes out about any changes or problems with food that they've had um, and they have a uh, celiac camp even my daughter went to uh near calgary that was for all kids with celiac so um that's pretty amazing because again another thing they'll never be able to do is a regular summer camp so that right. was pretty
0: special. Right.
1: yeah so um, that's pretty cool um, that that was available. And I just learned that through being part of that Facebook page. And um, so it's good to, yeah, because I think you can really feel alone if you're not out there and, and learning all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, what's the Facebook page that you mentioned there?
1: I think it's just the Canadian Celiac Association.
0: Okay. Okay. To
1: pay to become um, a member for some benefits, but I think you can just follow them for a lot of it. And that still gives you news in whatever city you're, you're in Mine's in, I'm nearest to Calgary. So I'm always up with, Oh, that's new in Calgary and, um, and that type of thing. So yeah, it's, no, it's been great. And there's lots of blogs and lots of parents going through the same thing. Lots of people going through the same thing. And, um, and it's just, yeah, good to like I say you're not alone lots of us out there
0: (laughs) absolutely definitely well what I'll do is I'll grab that link from you maybe and we can add it to the podcast description as well that'd be really helpful
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right Deanna well thank you so much again for being vulnerable telling your story and
1: good thanks for having
0: me thanks all right ladies and gentlemen our lovely listeners that's all for this episode and Deanna and I are off like a herd of turtles